Welcome back to our favorite time, our minis. Welcome, everyone. Hello, Nancy. Hi, Julie. Uh, Hi. Many conversations. I know. I love doing these. Um, before we start, I have to tell you this funny story. Okay. Um, I was sleeping, and at about 5 o'clock this morning, I heard pounding. Tick, 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 tick. And I'm like, what in the heck are the neighbors doing? It was driving me crazy. So finally, I get out of bed, and the sun comes up. And I opened the door, and do you know it was a woodpecker out there? I was thinking, was it a woodpecker? <laughs> so being from Chicago, I've not seen a lot of woodpeckers, but now I know exactly what they are. Anyway, I just want to share that with you. Yeah, um, by the way, you can get rid of those by hanging a big black hefty bag outside to have it rustle in the wind. We've had okay. that before, and it helps. They're scared of hefty bags. Okay, good to know. I'm going to have hefty bags all over the back of my house and my neighbors. Inexpensive way to <laughs> bid farewell. Okay. See, you never know what you're going to learn on our minis. Yeah, right. And that is for your mental health because if a woodpecker is pounding on a house for too long, you would definitely uh, have a little stress on the. Uh, yeah, the it, it disrupted my sleep. So yeah. I apologize. I'm a little slow today. Okay, so what did you want to talk about today? Okay, so today I have a topic that is related to myself turning 65 in a month or so. And so I will have the joy of going on Medicare. Mm -hmm. Although I have learned that this is very complicated and I have somebody who's helping me figure out uh, the, the whole strategy of what to sign up for. It's it's really complicated. Maybe it's just me, but um, this woman is uh, very schooled in this and a tremendous help. And I feel as though um, the fact that she does this for a living means that other people also need the help. Um, but learning, going through this, I learned something really interesting a few weeks ago that I would never have probably come across regarding Medicare and mental health and older adults. And in January of 2024, which is just last month, a new law went into effect that will allow, and I'm reading off this because of, you know, getting the facts straight, will allow more mental health providers to accept Medicare patients. And, um, you know, that of course is such a need and more and more people reaching out for mental health help and um, support. But we have discussed before the stigma with older adults and different generations varies. So the easier it is to get the help, of course, the better. Oh, yeah. And starting then, starting at that time in January, more than 65 million Americans who rely on Medicare will have better access to mental health coverage. And in reading this, you know, there's everybody has their own reasons for struggling with their mental health. But even with older adults, there is a huge sector of addic of addiction, and um, you know people can be on a lot of different medications as they get older, and there is dependency and addiction that comes about many times through these different kinds of drugs. I mean, it's a whole different um, discussion with the same topics, really. So. Um, I just found that to be really a positive because. Well, I think it is because, as we know, we had the geriatric, geriatric sorry, especially come right. out and she talked about, you know, all of a sudden you hit this depression of sorts, right? Depression and, like I said, addiction. Yeah. I mean, you know, I feel like um, 
And these are, this is a group that has not necessarily ever gotten help for issues that they deal with because of the stigma and generation, generation issue. And so, uh, you know, how wonderful that providers will be able to accept Medicare more and more Mm -hmm. so that people can have easier access and less excuses to reach out for the help. So let me ask you, I'm a little behind you, but um, when you go to apply for Medicare, don't you just get online and apply? And, and they- Yeah, you do. You get on, you apply and um, you kind of go through all of your specifics of what you need and see what can be tailor-made, but you also have to have a supplement. Don't ask me too much, okay. Julie, because I still can hardly, I can hardly explain it. I keep saying to this professional that's helping me, okay, sounds good, sounds good, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm literally relying on her, but but you have to have a supplement as well that, that takes care of what isn't paid for by Medicare. And so there are many options, which, you know, it's complicated, but it's good because it is more custom tailored to an individual's needs. Everybody's different. And um, the reason I'm asking you is it's not just the older generations that are getting on Medicare, people who have disabilities across the board, you know, apply for Medicare. So I'm curious for them, is it a difficult process? Is it not a difficult process? I think it's very complicated, but then again, there are people that really can help and um, explain it. But the most important thing is that you have the input of your own needs. And really, like before I met with this person, which is all on Zoom, you know, I gave you my homework, list out your doctors, your, you know, your specifics. And, um, and it was really a help. And um, at the end of the day, I think I'm going to have the best, I will no doubt have the best plan for myself right. because I've gone through specifically what I need. So I think... Um, no matter who the individual is, as long as you can really specifically uh, convey to somebody what you mm-hmm. need, you will. Now, but um, but I was really thrilled to learn about the mental health aspect of this uh, with Medicare. I think that is just no, that's, ex- um, that's once, great news. Once again, a step in the right direction. Oh yeah, I agree, especially for the older generations. You know, they just. Yeah. I feel like your your life's problems have changed so much. Your grandparents, or maybe you're not grandparents, and then maybe you lost a spouse. You could be a widower, and it just brings on a whole different life for you. And we need to be able yeah. to prepare for that. Yeah, I've said before. I think that another interesting aspect of mental health in adults. In, in reaching out for help is that, um, you know, everybody's living longer. So oh, very true. there are parents of, you know, older parents in their 80s and mm-hmm. on who are thinking, I'll be here forever. I have to figure out what I'm going to do for help with my 50-something son or daughter right. who struggles with their mental health and has not been able to get disability, but doesn't, you know, it can't work. I mean, this is many, many people. Um, many Americans, I'm talking about Americans as we have an international audience too, just because of our own insurance right. system. But um, I wonder how that is in that other is countries a, now that you've, you know, it makes yeah, me curious well, to I, know how it varies. I think it varies. Some countries I think have it set up better and some Not don't. So but, um, but I just, and I, 
don't have the knowledge other than very general on those. But but I just know with our country, I, I feel like any step in the right direction like this is obviously a huge plus. Right. But people are are living longer. Sure are. I mean, there is the needs are. It's one thing with generation and stigma, but age is um, you know just incredible these days. Yeah, you're done. I mean, as you know, both our parents are older. Your parents are still living, and my father is. My father, my father is ninety seven, and my mother's ninety two. Wow. I mean, it's it's and my father's sister, ninety four. It's really, um, and all of my grandparents uh, died seven when they're seventies, and you mm-hmm. know, I mean, yeah, mine too, because my grandparents were, yeah, my my grandparents have been deceased for many, many years. So, and the longer you live, of course, it's wonderful, but I think the strain of it, the stress, and the surgeries that you might have bring on mental health needs um, that need to be addressed and the easier the better but also just knowing if the, if the resources are there people you know people will be more inclined Can you change your plan as you get older does it be up like um, insurance does every year or you're not sure well you know what this is the thing and i don't know how mental health fits into this but it's not that easy if you have a pre-existing condition mm-hmm. um which people have of all different kinds now. Things are diagnosed so much earlier and diagnosed when they weren't diagnosed before. And um, I, I personally have um, osteoporosis. I've had it for years. And I'm on all different kinds of medications. And hopefully it will mine will continue to be covered. I, I have my doubts of certain things ahead. Mm-hmm because of medications, I hope they're covered. But anyway, um, my, uh, the, my professional that's helped me with this said that because this, and I've also had two fractions, I've broken my oh, wrist gosh. and I've broken my oh, ankle, oh. but many years ago, I mean, many, many years ago, but because that's in my medical record, it would be very hard for me to change <clears throat> my plan my supplemental plan as the years go mm-hmm. on. So it depends what it is. I know that cancer on many levels is easier to change with certain of these because there is so much um, in the way of treatments and um, the foreseeable future being less medications for a particular right. person. I mean, I, there are a lot of ways that they look at this, but some things that you would expect would be difficult to change with pre-existing conditions aren't that hard. So it's this is what I'm saying. It's so complicated. I'm the last person who should be advising anybody, even on this well, I think mini podcast. No, I think it's good people because then they can prepare. And maybe it's good to know there's experts out there that you can, or yeah. you can get on social and, media and join some groups and, you know, learn more. Well, you really... But that's one thing I, one bit of advice I can say is really um, have the conversations with as many different resources as you can, including friends that have this and start early. I mean, I think a few months before, four months before you should start looking into this. Um, Certain things like everything, even the mail system, getting a Medicare card and all of that takes a while start, I would say four months, maybe start early calling somebody and asking, what do I need to do? I mean, 
that's great advice. So for those listening who are going toward Medicare, um, whether you're young or old, um, hopefully you learn something from this. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Maybe not much, but we hope you learned something. Yeah. All right. Till yeah. next time, Nancy. Till next time. Bye, Bye, Julie. Don't forget, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We welcome your input. To contact us or any of our guests, please email us at behindourdoor at mail.com. That's behindourdoor at mail.com. And please don't forget to like and share our podcast. Um, Leave us a rating. Tell us how we're doing. We really want your feedback. It's important to us. We are so thankful that you are here and listening to us. If you or someone you know is in crisis struggling with mental illness, you can call the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255 or the NAMI helpline at 1-800-950-6264. Until next time, please join us for another conversation behind our door. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.